I want to talk to you about something called squatter's rights. Do you know what squatter's rights are? This is a ridiculous part of American law that, to be honest with you, should be eliminated. That if someone, say a homeless person, um, takes up residence in an otherwise empty house somewhere, in some states, after 10 days, they can claim squatter's rights. That is, when someone else, say the apartment's now rented to somebody else, they have to go through the eviction process to get the squatters out. That if you've been there for 10 days in some states, you can say, um, I've got a right to stay here. I'm a squatter. No one came and kicked me out during the week and a half, so uh, this is my home. That's a ridiculous piece of American law that should be eliminated. What is it? It's a law for freeloaders. Who the heck thought that that was fair? So I have this story for you from the New York Post. It's a story of Joseph and Susanna Landa. They are in their 60s. They're nearing retirement age. Joseph and Susanna have a son who is special needs. He's autistic. So they have decided to retire early and to sell their home in New York City and to move out to Queens. They're moving out to Long Island to be closer to family members, and they are both taking early retirement. This is father and mother who have made the loving choice that they're going to devote the rest of their life to looking after their autistic adult son who cannot live on his own. They moved into a very expensive neighborhood. I mean, they, they have the means to buy a house. They bought a $2 million house. It's not a mansion, but I'm looking at a picture of it now. It's a big home, and it's in the neighborhood of Douglaston, Queens. I know where Douglaston, Queens is. Um, it's closer to the suburbs of Nassau County. It's a very expensive and a good, safe neighborhood to live in. So this is going to be the big house that Joseph and Susanna and their autistic son will live in. They bought it from the estate of a man who had died. So family members or relatives of the old owner say, well, we don't need the house in Douglaston. We're putting it on the market. And Joseph and Susanna bought it for $2 million. Move-in day comes. The moving trucks arrive. And what do they find? They find one Brett Flores who's living in the house. Brett Flores says, you know, I was a friend of the guy who died who used to own this. And when he moved out, he said, why don't you move in and look after the place till a new owner comes forward? And Brett Flores now claims squatter's rights. He says, uh, I'm, I'm not leaving. He says, uh, you guys can go to court and evict me. Do you know how long the eviction process takes in New York? During the COVID years, there is a ban on evictions. So if one Brett Flores is living in the $2 million home that you just bought, you couldn't do anything about it till the eviction ban was lifted. Boy, that, that was a brilliant idea there. So what is Brett Flores doing, knowing now that Joseph and Susanna are going to go to court to try and get him out, but it could take a year before this case winds through the New York courts that deal with landlord and tenant disputes. So they've bought a $2 million home that they have to begin paying the mortgage on that they can't live in yet because of Brett Flores. Now, Brett Flores, knowing that at some point in the next year he's probably going to get kicked out, is now advertising the home. He'll rent rooms by the hour. He's essentially turning this home into a brothel. He says, for 50 bucks, you can come here and rent a room and, and, and do whatever. And for good measure, because he knows that Joseph and Susanna have to pay the utilities to make sure that the home doesn't have, say, frozen pipes, um, he has gone to the upstairs floor of this home and has opened all the windows in the middle of the winter. So all of the heat goes out so that it is the most expensive possible heating and electric bill. Brett Flores is, frankly, an entitled jerk. You know, 
this is not normally the way disputes should be handled, but I think that squatter law is so ridiculous that if Susanna and Joseph Landa, let's imagine, for instance, their last name is not Landa. Let's imagine that their last name is Joseph and Susanna Gotti or Joseph and Susanna Corleone or Joseph and Susanna Lucchese. Well, then some guy in a big trench coat would visit the house and knock on the door and have a word or two with Brett Flores. It's, uh, I'm a friend of the uh, Corleone family. Uh, you have 48 hours to get yourself out of the house. And by the way, those 48 hours, you're going to clean the place so it's move-in spotless. Or, uh, you know, Joseph and Susanna's son, he's got the mental problems. You're going to have similar problems if you're not out of here in 48 hours. And by the way, in, in my world, the unfriendly visitor would say, and I'm going to drive around the clock, and if those darn windows are still open by the time I get back, that's going to happen to you. It's going to be unpleasant immediately. That's the way these things should be handled. Who in the world would think that they can live in someone else's house rent-free for a year while they go to court and have all of the lawyer's expenses of evicting them? And you know what? This is more common than you realize. I had a friend once, a friend of my family, who was a realtor, somebody who went around showing houses. And this person showed homes in Arizona and Florida. They moved from one to the other and said, you know, when the housing market collapsed, a lot of homes were vacant. They just couldn't find buyers for them or the mortgages had to be dropped so low that the builders, the people who built these houses, would have lost money on them. So you'd have, say, a gated community. There'd be 35 houses in there and nine or 10 of them would be vacant. And she said she'd go and show these houses, and some of them had squatters living in them. That you say, well, I'm going to show this home to a potential buyer. You open up the door, and you find out that there's a family that's living in there. She said she, in her purse, always had mace with her. Because sometimes the squatters would get aggressive, like, you're breaking into our home. No, no, you're living in an empty home that I want to try and sell to someone. She said eventually she was told that she would need to get a gun that the squatters might come after her before police could get there if she had to call 911. And that's when she said, no, no, I'm, I'm getting out of the real estate business. I will be curious to see how this works out. Joseph and Susanna Landa, who make the loving choice of retiring early to care for their autistic son and find out that they can't move in to the home that they just bought. Squatters' rights is a part of American law that simply needs to go.